I'm going to talk about the ultimate remote job that I don't really hear a lot of discussion about, and I'm going to explain it in great detail, step-by-step, using an actual case study, me. So if you're interested in what this is, and you're interested in working from home, you don't have to wear sweatpants every day. I don't. Um, You really, really definitely want to come on back. Welcome to another episode, Nez Nation, of the Creator Economy Livestream Podcast Show. So great to see you. This is a show where we help you. All of the content here is all about helping you monetize your skills, your experience, and your creativity in the creator economy so you can create actual impact, doing something that gives you purpose and getting paid to do it. I've called the creator economy the greatest invention since the iPhone. I've never seen so many opportunities like we have now. The opportunities are just galactic. And we're just at the beginning of this. This is just starting. And so I'm going to talk about the ultimate remote job that a lot of you probably already know where I'm headed with this because, you know, this Nez Nation community is super savvy and super smart. And I thought what I would do is I would tell my story, my background story, because the case study is me. I I really, I'm very, very vehement and adamant that this channel, this brand, this business, this show, there's so many things, is all about real, practical, anchored in reality, tips, perspectives, strategies that I implement personally, okay? as somebody who takes advantage of the creator economy, the greatest opportunities ever. So you can do this too. And so I'm going to use myself as a case study and I'm going to talk about this ultimate remote job and I'm going to do it hopefully through some storytelling. I mean, I think if I just come out and say, here it is, I know what you're thinking, but you know, I know when I click on videos or when I click on a podcast or whatever, I just give me the information now. I get that. But it's not going to have any impact. It's not going to have any power unless I give it some context. So I promise you, I promise you, if you stick around, if you stick around, it's not only going to make complete sense. It's not only going to be inspiring. It's not only going to be something that you can do, but it won't be one of those things that seems disparate or tenuous or something that's not within your grasp of reality. I'm really, really a big believer in the reality of the creator economy, because as you guys know, there's so many people out there that are touting, you don't have to work. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is this, buy my course, buy my thing, and you can be a millionaire. I want this channel to be the exact opposite of that. Okay. And I know a lot of you guys are here. You've been here for a very, very long time. And I appreciate you guys in this nation. I love you. This truly is the greatest uh, community on planet earth. And so I'm just really, really excited to get cooking. Let's see who's here really quickly. Stick around because I'm also going to take your questions at the end. So replay viewers, podcast listeners, I guarantee you, if you stick around, you really want to stick around because 
we've got such an industrious audience. I mean, look at this. Chris Stone is in the house. Melanie, George Fisher is in the house. Sweeney Dunstan, my main man, Lewis is in the house. Artists Haven. I mean, we've got so many people in the house right now. Gaging gadgets. Holy macadamia nut. Annette is here. Good to see you. We've got so many people here who are, I mean, accomplished professionals, content creators, business executives, um, live streamers, podcasters, all really taking advantage of this amazing time that we live in. So you're going to get answers to questions you probably didn't even know existed. So I promise you, if you stick around, it's going to be worth your time. Okay. And I'm so glad to, to, to see you. Michael Collin in the house. Good to see you too. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you smash that thumbs up. I'd really appreciate it. It should only take you 0.5 seconds to do that. I would really love that. And I'm going to start with, you know, a lot of questions that I get right off the bat, which is, hey, Nez, how do you do this? How do you create these live streams and these podcast shows and these cool overlays? And how do you go live in 7,000 different places? How do you bring up these awesome, you know, comments? My man, AL in the house. Good to see you, Anthony Locke. How do you do this? How do you bring in all of these cool, you know, things that make your live stream just look that much more polished, that much more professional? Well, I have been live streaming since most of you guys know, 1575, a very, very long time. Okay. I know I look good for a 500 year old, don't I? Um, but, uh, I've tried every platform. I've tried every software on planet earth and this is the best one. And the, the software that I'm using is Streamyard, and it's just so easy. It's so convenient it allows me to go live in multiple destinations, allows me to put these lower thirds. It allows me to put my own personal branding and my own marketing materials on my shows, giving it that ethos, giving it that credibility, right? And that, I mean, I get your DMs. I get your messages all the time. It's like, this is the the software I use and it's browser-based. What that means, you don't have to download anything. I can't tell you how many live stream softwares I've used in the past where I have to download a million things, a third party encoder. I got it takes hours. It messes with my computer on and on and on, especially if you're not a technically inclined dude like me. I mean, I'm not a tech dude at all. There's a lot of people here in the chat who are, and some of you guys watching on the replay and listening on the podcast, you are, but most of us are like me. And convenience is the name of the game. And so I've talked a lot about how live streaming can take your brand, take your business to the next level. It's an amazing way to develop an engaging audience. And if you've been doing it as long as I have, it's been instrumental to my business and brand. And so there is a link in the pin comment, in the description, in the show notes, just in case you're curious and you want to try this out for free use the link that's in the description. StreamYard is phenomenal. It's easy. And with my link, guess what, y'all? You don't even need a credit card. You can just click on it, sign up, and go live. It's as simple as that. And it's super, super user-friendly. That's why I believe in this, and that's why I'm sharing it with you. So go check that out. Um, 
I also get your messages and DMs and emails all the time saying, hey, Nez, you know, I want to, you keep talking about the creator economy. You keep talking about all these opportunities. Um, where do I start? Where do I begin? I want to create content. I want to create a live stream show. I want to create videos, a podcast, etc. What kind of audio should I use? What kind of camera should I use? What kind of lighting should I use? What kind of, as an Amazon influencer, I'm blessed and lucky enough to be able to create my own platform on Amazon, my own storefront. And I have compiled an extremely budget-friendly, glasses coming off, an extremely budget-friendly um, list of all the greatest tools, equipment, and gear that not only I personally vouch for, but also that I've experimented with, that I've tried, that maybe I don't use specifically, but I know they're good for you guys and they're good for a lot of content creators. So make sure you go check that out. We got tripods, cameras, capture cards, SIM cards, audio, video, you name it, everything you need in one place. Go to amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Professor Nez. Link in the description and a link in the show notes. Okay, so here's how I want to start off. Here's how I want to start off. Yes, absolutely. My man AL says, I love StreamYard. So you're all here to figure out, hey, Angelique, good to see you. Jonathan's in the house. Good to see you. Um, you're all here to find out what I'm talking about. And so I, I want to start off like this. And just bear with me because I know you're going to get a ton of I, you know, I've been in business my whole life, but around my late 20s, early 30s, you know, I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but remember, I've been live streaming since, you know, the 16th century. So that should tell you something. Um, I was never a full-time professor, but I left my family business. I left other, I had a business venture that didn't do well. I had a catering company that, you know, my partners ended up leaving, etc. My uh, mid-20s. Um, there isn't a business owner out there who hasn't had some type of, you know, um, failure uh, or another in that shape or form. Everybody's got experiences of that. You can't have success without failure. I don't, I don't think that's even possible. So I decided I wanted to take things slow and I decided I wanted to go into the public sector. I loved teaching. I loved writing. I loved business communications. I loved business. And so I went back and got my master's degree and I started teaching at the university as an adjunct professor. Well, if you know anything about how I feel about the university system, um, to put it mildly, it's not the institution that everybody thinks it is. It's not the institution that our grandparents and our, even our parents experienced. Um, it's become more and more a business than it is a public institution of learning. And, you know, when I say business, I don't mean in the sense um, a business that, you know, really serves their customers and serves their clients' needs, but a business that's broken, a system that's broken. And I'm not going to get all into that, but but this relates to the ultimate remote job that nobody talks about. So 
As an adjunct professor, any of you that know this, adjunct professors don't make jack as far as money goes. Um, universities have been known for decades, centuries, to exploit adjunct professors, and that hasn't changed in modern day. And so I have a family, I've got a wife, I've got kids. In order to make ends meet, especially living in California, to have any semblance of a life, you know, a quality of living, I had to work. Most of you won't believe this, but I had to teach about 12 to 13 classes a semester. I mean, it was morning, six o'clock. I wouldn't get home till 10, 11 o'clock at night. Um, not fun at all. They used to call us freeway flyers, meaning because one university, you know, would not pay us even close to what we should have been paid. We had to go teach different classes at different universities. I mean, I've pretty much taught all over the area, the immediate area that I live in, in Southern California and beyond. Um, I've probably taught at every university you can even think of in my area. Um, and some of them better than others, but most of them, they're all pretty bad, um, especially the compensation. I love the students, love the actual teaching, but there's no way I could have sustained that. Luckily, I did it in my when I was a little bit younger. I couldn't sustain that now. And so I used to listen to podcasts uh, and I used to listen to all of these people. You, know, you could learn a lot from very choice select podcasts. And I used to listen to all these uh, different podcasts, different shows as I was driving to each university and back. Right. And again, remember this was like six in the morning. I'd have a class that started seven 15 to I'd have a night class. My very last night class was sometimes nine 30, 10 o'clock. I wouldn't get home. This was six days a week too. Cause I teach Saturday classes as well. Um, hey, good to see you, Frank. Frank is in the house. Good to see you, Mr. Burglars. Good to see you. I don't think I've ever seen you before. Good to see you. Hey, good to see you, Frank. Frank is a client of mine who I helped with his YouTube channel. He's absolutely doing fantastic right now. And I kept hearing about all these online business owners. I kept hearing about all these content creators and how... They're earning six figures, how they're earning five figures a month and how, yeah, absolutely. Jonathan, I couldn't agree more. You would have, you would have loved it. You would have absolutely loved it. Um, and I kept, I just kept hearing this and listening to this. And this is, you know, when I started live streaming, Periscope was brand new and I don't know if Nano's here, Luis, but he's one of the OG Nez Nation members when I used to just you know, put my phone on a, on a phone book and, and, and go live on Periscope ages ago when it first started. And I keep hearing these stories of all these amazing people making tons of money, you know, out of their own house. This was way before remote work was a thing. This is way before working from home was ever a thing. And these people doing everything online. And, and by the way, back then, the idea of an online business, the idea, you know, Amazon wasn't quite what it was. I mean, it was still big, but YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, they, they weren't worth what they are now, especially uh, TikTok, YouTube. I mean, those those guys were not as prevalent and, 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 and as in the, the, the consciousness of everybody as they are now. So back then, 
the idea of starting to, you know, make money online, the idea of monetizing and monetization, it's nowhere where it is now. That's why I'm saying the creator economy is the greatest invention since the iPhone because it's still brand new pretty much. Never mind all the opportunities that are going to come in web three and, and the metaverse, et cetera, which I don't think even anybody fully can grasp that, including your truly, I'm still learning, but I used to just like, I mean, driving seven in the morning in the rain on, on California freeways where nobody knows how to drive. I mean, I used to live in the Midwest. I used to live in the East coast. I've lived a lot of places and there's, there's the worst drivers on planet earth. Uh, sorry to say this, Kelly, but the worst drivers on planet earth are in California. They just are. I mean, it's really atrocious. I mean, I'm just sitting there driving and I'm hearing about this guy just made $10,000 in one month. He made $4,000 in two weeks or, and I'm just going, that's like my whole entire salary for this one university. I'm not even kidding you. Like teaching two, three classes for one university, it's less than like, it's like $7,000, It's so bad. And I don't think it's even gotten any better. I'd love to hear if you're in the university system, an adjunct professor or what have you, leave a comment on the replay here or podcast listeners, come back and leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you. Um, and so long story short, the ultimate remote job that I feel everybody, you know, can at least entertain, if not do full time is and, 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 and I want to really give this context and perspective. It's not something that happens like this. It's something that you have to treat it like a business. You have to treat it as a long-term succession of attributes, goals, achievements, milestones, hard work, blood, sweat, tears. I was mesmerized by the full-time content creators. I was mesmerized by the full-time YouTubers. I was mesmerized because I think YouTube is the mainstream, right? Network television, forget about it. It was done in 2015. It's even more done now. Network television, forget about it. It's all about streaming. It's all about the online ecosystem. There's a reason why Paramount, Disney+, Plus, Peacock, all these companies finally figured out Netflix was right. There's a reason why I keep saying YouTube is the mainstream. There's a reason why Matthew McConaughey, Will Smith, and now you're seeing more and more celebrities are taking advantage of online, Instagram, YouTube, etc., TikTok. One that comes to mind right now, really quickly, because I just saw her TikTok was um, Alicia Silverstone. She's crushing it on TikTok. She even has a podcast that she's doing amazingly well where she cuts clips for uh, on all these short form content uh, platforms. Long story short, I was mesmerized by these people and I knew some of these people, they're not any better than I was. Some of these people actually were really not that good at all, but they were early adopters, early movers, early shakers. They got in there they had the right mindset. They had the right strategies. They had the right goals. And through a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, because it's the hardest thing on planet Earth. That's why I want to be realistic. That's why I say I want my show, I want my platform to be anchored in reality. And this is a great question by um, 
Kajito V. What does full-time mean? I love that. Save that. Please come back. I'm going to answer that question. Naz, what do you mean by full-time? I will answer that. Beautiful question. <laughs> AL says, AL says, people in Utah don't know how to drive either. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Why do you guys want me to sneeze? Why? I mean, doesn't that just disrupt? Look at these guys. I can't wait for SNES Nation. Why do you want me to sneeze? <laughs> Is this some sadistic uh, compulsion that you guys have? <laughs> hey, Sweeney, don't I have a record? Don't I have a record, Sweeney? I think I have a record of not uh, sneezing. If you're new to this Creator Economy live stream podcast, you know, I've um, notorious for sneezing as soon as I go live, like for some reason. Um and now that I'm talking about it, I can already feel something in the back of my sinus cavity. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Being a content creator in the creator economy is not only something that builds your equity, builds your relevancy. Remember what I said, everything's going in this direction. You need to have a Netflix mentality, a YouTube mentality, not a blockbuster mentality. When's the last time you went down the street or drove uh, to the market and saw a blockbuster? Let me know in the chat. Blockbuster could have been Netflix. Blockbuster could have bought Netflix dirt cheap 20 years ago. They thought it was a fad. They thought it'll never come to fruition. Boy, were they wrong. You don't have to make six figures. You don't even have to make five figures, but the potential is there. I'm living proof of this. I am a full-time content creator. Content creator is not just somebody who makes silly videos on TikTok and cat videos on Instagram. Content creator is the fastest rising small business in the last 24 to 36 months. And it's just beginning. This has just started. We're just at the beginning of this. It's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And newsflash, those of you who already know where I'm headed, newsflash, you heard it here first. YouTube is already, because you guys know how much I've been talking about Facebook reels. You guys know how much I've been talking about the bonus program. People are killing it, including myself crushing it, making tens of thousands of dollars a month, some making 30,000 a month just on reels. We've had Chris Stone on the show talk about Amazon video, which is a part of the creator economy. People are making thousands, if not hundreds of thousands through Amazon video, live streaming, shoppable videos and photographs, Amazon influencer program, holy macadamia nut. We're just at the beginning. This is just starting y'all and it's just going to get bigger and bigger newsflash guess what youtube just announced the ceo of google sundar pachai has just announced that they're looking into monetizing youtube shorts their second quarter earnings were not as high as they projected and and, and by the way I'll, I'll give you the source i got this from tubefitter which is a great um youtube journal um they found that a lot of their viewership was moving and gravitating towards uh, short form content, AKA shorts. 
and that was reducing ad revenue because YouTube really their their only income is ad revenue, right? Just like Facebook. I mean, nobody's buying. I don't know anybody who has a Facebook portal. Let me know in the comments. Do you have a Facebook portal? Are you thinking about buying it? Now, a lot of people have an Oculus virtual reality headset, which Facebook owns, and that's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. But, but their primary source of revenue, ninety nine percent of their revenue, is ads, advertisers, right? And so, and so that's where content creators come in, right? So YouTube is now. If you you've been talk, I've been talking about shorts. I've been talking about short form content. I've been talking about reels. I've been talking about TikTok. I've been talking about the beautiful eighth wonder of the world called repurposing. Now YouTube is finally. I've been saying this since November of twenty one. YouTube could have really taken over the short form game if they paid creators. What Facebook is doing now? Facebook is paying creators astronomical. And that's smart. More creators are going over there, right? But I want to say this. So, the whole title of this show, the ultimate, uh, you know, remote job that nobody's talking about. Everybody's talking about, you know, you can you can do all these different remote jobs, customer service. You could be a freelancer. You could, you know, do all these things. Which I have a plenty of videos talking about remote work and working from home. But I don't hear a lot of people talking about being a content creator. Again, fastest rising small business in the last thirty six months, and it's just going to get bigger. And before you career、uh, professionals, before you turn and leave, let me stop you. Let me stop you because this is where I wanted to give it context. This is where I wanted to use myself as a case study who has over eight streams of revenue. Through my content, content is the engine to all my different arteries of revenue. But even more importantly, the indirect monetization. Career professionals, please stick around. Creating content gives you visibility. Creating content creates that three-dimensional picture in the minds of company decision makers, employers. Companies and organizations alike. This is the this is this is huge, y'all. This is huge. So you can monetize indirectly, and as a matter of fact, most people, most full time content creators, they're they're not just getting revenue or gaining compensation just from. What we call ad revenue, AdSense, or revenue just from the content itself—it's the indirect monetization. It's creating infrastructure. It's creating different streams of revenue: products, physical, digital services, right? Affiliate marketing. There's so many ways to skin this cat. But on top of it all, you're creating. Relevancy, and if you don't have relevancy in twenty twenty two, twenty three, twenty five, twenty thirty five, it's hasta la pasta. See ya. Wouldn't wanna be ya. To me, that's the ultimate remote job. I don't have to, you know. I certainly don't wear sweatpants uh, uh, every day, but I definitely don't have to get up every morning and worry about you know. Getting on that freeway and suffering through the—I mean, I used to have two-hour, three-hour commutes 
I once put almost a hundred thousand miles on a Toyota that I had five, six years ago, seven years ago in one year. Um, that's the kind of, you know, that's the kind of life that I had. And, you know, my poor wife, my poor kids, they'd only see me on Sunday because it was six days a week. Um, so, so this is something that I, I want you to think it's not only, it's not only a, being a content creator is not only something that you can make serious income doing, using and utilizing all these different platforms, which I have a ton of videos, ton of live streams where we've talked about this, particularly the live stream where I talk about my seven income streams that are not AdSense, right? Um, and much more than that. I mean, more that I didn't even mention. I mean, it's probably more like 10 or 15 revenue streams. And maybe I'll do an entire show. Let me know if you're interested in that. Give me a hashtag me if you're interested in me going through every single one specifically and in depth. I'm happy to share that with you. I'm a big believer in transparency. And I want this show to be anchored in reality. This is not coconuts and yachts, y'all. This is not one of those shows, one of those, I, I really, it pains me when I see those advertisements. It pains me when I see those advertisements of, you know, some 19 year old next to a yacht drinking a fruity drink, coconut drink saying, Hey, you can make a million dollars tomorrow. You don't have to work. You don't need any skills. You don't need any experience. You know, it's like, what? This takes time. This has taken years to build my personal brand. This has taken years to build these infrastructures and systems and processes that earn me quote unquote passive income. There's nothing really passive about passive income. Anchored in reality. Not only can you make money, not only could you monetize, but building the indirect monetization is super important building your thought leadership, building your uh, personal brand, being visible to the marketplace, showing, not telling. Your resume is telling. Your certifications is telling. Your accolades are telling. Creating content shows. It three-dimensionalizes you. Show, don't tell. Huge. That gives you indirect monetization. And... If you're somebody, because look, this isn't for everybody. Being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, I'm not a big fan of the hustle bustle mindset, people killing themselves, exhausting themselves, creating content every day. Look, you can make it happen without killing yourself. You can do what I did, start it off as a side hustle before there ever was a term called side hustle. I was still teaching, you know, 20 classes a semester and still creating my brand, creating content. Snapchat was huge when I first started. You know, Snapchat's pretty much dead now. I mean, it's not dead, but, you know, about close to it. Here's another stat I want to share with you, career professionals. I mean, business owners and content creators, video creators, live streamers, podcasters, this is a no-brainer for you. I mean, it's a no-brainer for you. I shouldn't even have to, there is no convincing here, right? But the career professionals, executives, those who I'm talking to right now, this really relates to you, okay? Because I'm going to share a stat with you. 92% of employers search your online presence 
during the interview process. And how cool would it be instead of sending them a resume, how cool would it be if you sent them a video explaining why you think you're the best candidate for that position or even better yet inbound marketing creating powerful content that displays your expertise how you can solve problems therefore attracting employers to you magnetizing your ideal audience to you have them come to you rather than go to them that happens all the time i am living proof the ultimate remote job that nobody talks about is being a content creator not just directly but indirectly you know how many speaking gigs i've gotten i have gotten five figure speaking gigs one i'll never forget you know one that you know somebody just happened to catch me on facebook live this was years ago and they said man i love your energy i love your style i love what you talk about can you come speak at our conference and my reply was i would love to do you have a budget for professional speakers and they said yes we do as a matter of fact how much do you charge and i said i charge $9000 to start guys it's unbelievable if i was 25 26 which none of this existed when i was 25 26 none of this existed when i was 30 32 i mean if you don't have kids you don't have a mortgage you're not married and you've got nothing but time on your hands you're the luckiest human beings that ever existed i still get offers for keynote presentations i still get offers and you know it's a very lucrative branch of my business one of the most lucrative how did i do that your don't ever forget this y'all you are invisible you don't exist until you tell your story to the world i don't know anything about you your resume your transcripts your accolades your achievements your certificates those are two dimensional you need to three-dimensionalize yourself by creating and it doesn't have to be video you could do podcasting you could do audio i mean look spotify is going all in they're rebranding their audio clubhouse copy right clubhouse is still huge twitter spaces is getting bigger and bigger facebook audio linkedin just introduced an audio uh uh clubhouse replica audio events which i was a beta tester of This is the greatest time to be alive. It's the greatest time to be alive. How many people are 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 getting value here? Give me a hashtag me in the chat. Good to see you Gary on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Make sure if you haven't already, smash that thumbs up. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the ultimate remote job that nobody's talking about. And I want to take your questions because we got a lot of great questions from people. And by the way, replay viewers, Hey Lighthouse Entertainment, great to see you. Um replay viewers. Um podcast listeners, okay? I don't know if you guys know this. How many people listen to podcasts? Give me a hashtag #podcast in the chat. We have the number one rated creator economy podcast on Apple, over 100 five-star reviews. 
all of these shows, podcast listeners, if you're listening to this, they all end up on the podcast and more. So we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on uh, uh, Amazon Music, we're everywhere. Go check out our podcast, for the love of God. Um, thank you, Melanie. Oh, good to see Tasha Hart in the house. Speaking of Clubhouse, my Clubhouse guru who wrote the amazing book. I don't have the book here right now, Tasha. Good to see you. Okay, if you have any questions, because I want to I want to be very specific and I want to provide a ton of value. Um, if you have any questions about being a content creator, making money, monetizing, how do I do this as a full-time creator? How do I do this as a part-time creator? Where do I start? Or whatever questions you have, if you're here live, you have the, you know, awesome, you know, um, opportunity to do this right now. Just type a Q and then next to your big capital Q, ask your question. I'll have my mods kind of moderate that. But podcast listeners and replay viewers, make sure you fill out the questionnaire form in the description. Okay. Make sure you fill out the questionnaire form in the show notes because I respond to all of them and I will answer your question potentially on the air. So leave a question in the questionnaire form in the show notes and in the descriptions. I'll get to your question and I'll probably answer it live. Give you a shout out next time we're on the air. We go live every single Sunday. The Creator Economy live stream podcast show goes live every single Sunday, typically 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 Eastern. Today we started a little bit later. It's my mom's birthday. Love you, mom. Shout out to mom. We're getting the family ready. We're going to go over there for, for a big party tonight. Um, so we started a little bit later today, but we typically start 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 Eastern time. And also we have amazing guests. I don't know if you guys remember, but we had Levi Lassick on the show. $90 million in real estate closings over 12-month period. Um, wow. And he did that all through organic traffic. Not one paid advertisement on YouTube. He came to our show. We have that replay there. I mean, we've got tons of guests. We've had, you know, Daryl Eves on the show. We've had amazing, I mean, th the list goes on and on. So we have two segments to this show. We have our weekly stream and then we have our guests on. So if you're not an insider, which is free, by the way, become an insider immediately. It's free. It's the ultimate creator economy newsletter. You become a Nez Nation VIP member, insider. In that way, you never miss out on new content, new resources, new news, new everything on how you can monetize your skills, creativity, and experience in the creator economy. It's free. So go to professornez.com forward slash insider. It's in the pinned comment on YouTube. It's also there on Facebook. Might not be there on LinkedIn, but just type in professornez.com forward slash insider in your browser. Takes you two seconds. Give us your best email. Bada boom, bada bing. You're there. Okay. All right. Questions. Questions. Um, Gary, it's so good to see you, Gary F. Professor, can you give me some tips on how to build subscribers on a health and fitness app? Who is your target audience? Find out everything you can about them and not just their demographic, their age, income, ethnicity. 
you need to get into the psychology of who these people are. Why should they subscribe to your health and fitness app? What differentiates your app from the competition? If you want to get serious about this, Gary, you, and by the way, this might answer a question for a ton of you guys. Everything is about audience. I'm not able to build income streams. I'm not able to be a full-time content creator if I don't adhere and serve my audience. You have to have a service mindset. Nobody cares about your idea. You're not special. I hate to tell you this, but I'm not the coconuts and yachts guy. Not even close. This is anchored in reality. This is real. I have to give you the truth. Nobody cares about Professor Nez. Why would they care about Professor Nez? Until I'm able to show them that it's in their best interest to care. So you need to dive deep into the chest of who your audience is. What are their frustrations? What are their challenges? What are their problems? What is it that your app, what problem with their health and fitness, what is the main problem with their health and fitness that your app can solve and then create content around, okay, those questions that they have, those challenges, those pain points, those problems. So for example, how to lose belly fat, do an entire live stream, do an entire, I mean, I'll watch that. You know, I got a COVID belly that I'm still trying to lose. I'm using the excuse that COVID's still going on. Uh, but Fauci just recently, oh God, now I'm going to get, you know what? I'm going to get demonetized now. <laughs> hey, Elon, can you buy YouTube too? <laughs> I can't even mention the word uh, uh, 19 or else I'll be, uh, or Rona, or else I'll be demonetized probably. Um, dive deep into the chest and create content around those questions and challenges and do that ad infinitum, ad nauseum. And try to get better and better at the creative and don't make it about you. Make it all about them. And I promise you, you'll get people to sign up. You will. There's so many people who are doing it wrong in the health and fitness space. So many people doing it wrong. Um, Anthony Locke, how do I find tutorials on SquareFit? Um, so I use SquareFit. Okay. And, and... You know, it's pretty much, I would say you could learn if you can't find tutorials, which I, I would be really shocked if you can't, um, just learn by osmosis, Anthony, you're a smart dude. Just experiment, just keep using it, experiment with it. Um, when you say repurpose live streams, are you saying you want to cut them out and do video square memes, which is a very smart thing to do. Put them on Instagram, put them on YouTube, put them everywhere. LinkedIn. Um, if you can't find tutorials, which I'm, I'm very shocked if you can't, here's how I did it. I just learned through osmosis. I just learned by tinkering, learn by tweaking. It's okay. Make a bunch of mistakes, fail a billion and six times. You'll eventually get better at it or hire somebody to do it. If you have any capital at all, this is a good opportunity. You know, Nez, I don't know how to use Photoshop. Nez, I don't know how to do video editing. Nez, I don't know how to do uh, graphic design. Hire somebody. I mean, you should be focusing on creating content. Remember what Levi said when Levi was here? Levi focuses on one thing only, creating content. And there's plenty of ways to skin that cat. You can find somebody 
on Fiverr, find somebody on LinkedIn Marketplace, find somebody on Upwork, somebody who can create these things for you. So you don't have to worry about it. That's what I would do if it's that frustrating. I hope that's helpful, Anthony. I am Suman in the house. Okay. Lighthouse Entertainment. How can I get more audience on my channel? I think I kind of answered the same. It's the same thing that I answered um, with Gary F. What is it that you provide that somebody needs? Don't think I just want to start. I want to be a YouTuber. Okay. Don't, don't think like that. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. <laughs> Happy birthday, mom. Thank you, Gary. Don't, um, don't think I want to be, I want, I want to be famous. I want to be a live streamer. I want to be a YouTuber. Nobody, no, nobody cares. Okay. And, and no, you're not going to, it's not a thing like, you know, there's only 0.001% that actually get quote unquote famous through these uh, things. And by the way, that's not going to help you monetize. That's not going to help you work from home or have a remote job anyway. So Lighthouse, the key is, is to understand what is it that you have that people want? If it's entertainment, what kind of entertainment do you do? Do you do um, a, a variety show? Do you do sketches? Do you do reactions? Do you do funny pranks? Do you do challenges? Whatever it is, figure out who are the top people in that niche. Go look at their channel, whether it's YouTube, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Facebook, whether it's TikTok. Go look at their channel, look at their top 10 performing videos, try to dissect it. You need to do market research, try to dissect. This goes for you too, Gary, and anybody else who has this question. It's a fantastic question. Try to dissect exactly what it is about their topic. I did an entire show dissecting YouTube channels and I did channel reviews live on the air um, I would highly suggest you check that out because I really go through the methodology that I use with clients when clients hire me to look at their channel and give them help. Right. And so when I do channel consults, um, look at the top performing channels in your niche and get really specific if you can, because it can't just be entertainment. There's all these buckets as Daryl Eves talks about, there's all these specificities within that specific niche. And then try to get as narrow as you can. It's not that you're pigeonholing yourself. It's not that you're, you know, uh, putting yourself in a corner. But the more specific, here's the ironic thing. The more specific you are, here's the paradox. The more you can help other people and the more other people will be helped by your content. But by being specific, it gives it a focus, thereby giving your audience, ah, remember I talked about this on the stream. You need to have an in and out an in and out philosophy, not a cheesecake factory philosophy in and out. The reason in and out is super, super successful is because when I go to in and out, I know exactly what to expect. I know exactly what the quality is. And the menu has three items, burger, fries, shake, period. There's no uh, filet mignon. There's no pasta Alfredo. There's no, you know, potato wedges. There's three items on the menu. Simplify, make it concise, make it direct, know your audience and you will win. Let me know if that helps. Um, Lighthouse, let me know if that helps. Give me a hashtag me if that makes sense. Does that make sense to you guys? Hey, thank you, DK4K. You're awesome, man. Yep, almost to 17,000, but guess what? 
It's not about, yes, Chris Stone is in the house. It's also not about um, subscribers. Now, am I going to get a silver play button? You damn skippy. Am I going to get a gold play button? You're damn skippy because I'm never going to stop. And I've got all the other channels that are almost passing this one. Um, it's not about that. The only metric that matters is impact. Impact is the only metric that matters. Kojito V, is that Lauren? Is that my client? Um, Laura, is that you? I'm just wondering, just, just out of curiosity. Awesome. Okay, um, let me see. Another question. I love this. This is fantastic. I love taking your questions. Okay, Niklas. Niklas Varke. How to start. Share some foundations as a part-time content creator. First, understand what gives you purpose. What gives you purpose? What do you feel you can do really, really well? Are you good at uh, audio? Are you good at video? Are you good at written content? Are you, there's a lot of content creators doing really well just curating content too. Content curation is an untapped resource, right? Um, there's there's e-commerce, there's, uh, you know, there's partnerships, there's collaborations. There's so many ways you can do this. Um, that's just literally the tip of the iceberg. Um, but, but Niklas, Niklas, if I'm saying that right, figure out what, where your, your strong suit is. Is it video? Is it audio? Is it written content? Is it content curation? And then how do you funnel that expertise within that lens? So let's just say, for example, it is video. So if you, if video is your strong suit, then you need to create content. Okay. That tells the story of who you are and actually helps the people that you think you can serve. So if your specialty is cooking, if you're like, Niz, I am, I've always been wanted to be a chef or I am a chef or I love cooking, then create cooking content and look at the other, you know, content creators who are doing really, really well in that niche, like I said before. And you can, not only can you start creating and start, Maybe even, dare I say, doing affiliate marketing is probably the lowest hanging fruit. You can start making money immediately. But again, it takes time. It takes patience. It's not something that's what these coconut and yachts uh, uh, shysters are trying to sell you that, you know, you're, you're just going to all of a sudden, you know, post a YouTube channel or post a video on TikTok and you're going to be a millionaire. It doesn't work that way. It takes years and years and years. I hate to break it to you, but it does. But it's worth it, especially if... You're not somebody who's, you know, um, you know, you has the time. You're not somebody who's maybe post 50 and you don't have any time, right? And you're busy and you've got companies and you've got work and you've got families, especially, I mean, I truly believe you can post 40 content creation. The creator economy is more for you than anybody, but the people who are under 40 and maybe perhaps don't have as many obligations, oh my God, forget about it. This because you have time on your side. A lot of us don't have time on our side. And look, I don't like to say this, but there are ways in which you can not, I don't, for lack of a better word, I don't want to say game the system, but there's ways that maybe you can fast track your success by maybe partnering with influencers or doing paid advertising, getting the word out. Dare I say, even, you know, boosting posts, you know, for a dollar a day, $5 a day. You know, $365 a year is not that much 
if you look at the investment, the risk versus return that you could get on building your personal brand and building your content. So I don't like to talk about fast tracking because I don't believe in it really, but there's ways that you can tweak to increase or maybe even shorten the length of that success. And when I say shorten, I don't mean dramatically shorten, but maybe speed it up a bit, if that makes sense. I hope that helps. Niklas, let me know if you're still here and let me know if that still helps. Peace prototype in the house. Yuri, good to see you. It's so fantastic to see you. Great to see you. Okay. Who else has some questions? Who else has some questions? <laughs> Tasha. Tasha says, my COVID belly is still a thing. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. Okay. Um, Cogito V. I, I, is that Cogito V? Cogito V has, oh, it's Tam. Good to see you, Tam. Tam is a client of mine. Fantastic, Tam. I love seeing you here. Okay, good job, Niklas. I'm glad that helped. Okay. <laughs> Sweeney says, I've been sneezing a lot today. Got myself a cold. Okay, so are you are you trying to get me to sneeze too, uh, uh, Sweeney? I'm sorry you feel you feel that way. I hope you feel better. Okay. Okay, we've got another question from Tam. Tam says, please... Such a good question. I love this question. This is what it's all about. Tam says, please clarify relevance. Glasses are coming off. If you're, you know, if you're trying to build an audience, okay? If you're trying to go out for a position or go out for a job, right? Let's just say, for example, you want to go for an IT position. Well, if you know, like I do, you know, technology is advancing faster and faster, not just every year, not just every month, not just every week, but pretty much every single day, right? By you understanding where the marketplace not only is currently, but where it's going and just at least illustrating that you're thinking about that, that, Tam, Nez Nation, is relevancy. By you creating live streams, creating content, by you putting yourself out there, creating your online presence, creating your personal brand, creating visibility. That's what online presence is. It's creating visibility. Who are you? I don't know anything about you. You're just another avatar. You're just another, you know, ninja six, nine star seven, five, five, five means nothing to me until I know their story. You're just another ghost in the hallways and byways of life that I pass every single day that I see next to me in Starbucks, that I see next to me in a traffic light. You don't mean anything to me. You're a ghost. You don't exist until I know your story. Relevancy is telling your story in the modern marketplace and letting everybody know that you're here, that you're present, that you're visible, that you care. It doesn't even, here's the, here's the crazy thing too. Your content doesn't even have to be that good sometimes to communicate relevancy. Just the fact that you understand, okay, where your niche 
where your industry is currently and where it's going, whether it's project management, whether it's IT, sales, marketing, finance, whatever, cooking, uh, uh, whatever it is, automotive, manufacturing, transportation, whatever industry, politics, doesn't matter, whatever niche, okay, business, by you creating content and creating visibility, because creating content, I almost want to just get rid of that phrase. You're telling your story to the world. You're conveying visibility. You're conveying presence. By you conveying presence, you're conveying relevancy. Think about this. I'll give you a perfect example. I'll use myself as a case study when it comes to talking about relevancy. I'm going to use myself as a case study. Okay. You ready for this? So one of the arms of my business, one of the, one of the arteries to my business is our client services business. Okay. We do coaching, consulting, right? Both companies, both employees, both brands, both professionals, content creators, business owners. So, uh, uh companies and individuals, it's client services business, right? And Tam, you, you know, this better than anybody. When I send a proposal, okay, if a client sends me an RFP and I respond with a proposal, I always include a video link, okay, illustrating who I am, what I'm all about, and how I can help them. And this is a six-figure business, by the way, y'all, okay? And I'm not bragging. Anybody can do this. Anybody can do this. When I, because I always do market research, whenever I ask the client, I say, hey, I know you got a ton of proposals. Why did you pick me? I'm just curious. Nine out of 10 times, the client says, because you sent me a video and it was an awesome video and it was modern relevancy. That is the definition of relevancy because most service businesses just send them, you know, a proposal. That's a two-dimensional context, a written proposal. By me sending a video, not only do I three-dimensionalize myself, but I'm communicating relevancy because it's a YouTube link, okay? That one YouTube video has earned that arm of our business multiple six figures. Not just six figures, multiple six figures. COVID has hurt it. I won't won't deny. COVID, 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 (laughs) COVID. You know, COVID has hurt our client services business pretty dramatically over the last 12 months, 24 months, but it's slowly coming back. And I knew that was going to happen and it's starting to come back now, but nine out of 10 times are like, Naz, your video was what sold me. My video wasn't even that good. And I did it in one take. I did it. I repeat, I repeat, please perk your ears up, Nez Nation. I did it in one take. You know why I did it in one take or how I did it in one take? Because I talked about what I do. I don't need to look at a script. I I know who my audience is. I've been in business since I was in diapers. Okay. Nobody can sell like I can. Nobody can communicate like I can on planet earth. Nez, are you being narcissistic? No, I have the audacity to believe in myself. I have the audacity to not undervalue myself. You need to do this too. Because people don't hire your credentials. 
People don't hire your degrees. People don't hire your accolades. You want to know what they hire? Your energy. Your energy is everything. I make, I can't tell you how many times because I've hired and fired my whole life. I can't tell you how many times I've had a potential candidate who's got an MBA from Harvard, all the things that people think are valuable. But I, I talk to them in the first five minutes. I'm like, not even close. Whereas somebody else who has zero degrees, zero accolades, but in the first five minutes, I know they're a good fit. Their energy communicates to me that they're hardworking, they're respectful, they're team players, they're easy to get along with, and they're willing to go the distance and do the best job possible. I have a pretty sharp antenna. I've been doing this a long time. I can tell within five minutes. Most people make that decision in the same way if they're telling the truth. Thank you so much, Tam. I'm so grateful for you. I'm extremely grateful for you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Tam. You're awesome. Thank you so much. Really, really, really means a lot to me. You guys are the best. Um, if you haven't already and you're just joining us, please make sure you you, you just click on that thumbs up. It would, we'd really, really appreciate it. Share this out because sharing is caring. And, you know, I, I really, I really want this video. I want this stream to be extremely valuable. I want it to be extremely, um, you know, practical and down to earth. And so the caveat to all this is first off, I want to say this being a full-time content creator is more than possible. Being a part-time creator is ridiculously possible. Okay. Earning an extra 300, 500, dare I say $1,200 a month is preposterously possible. Okay. Um, to me, it's the ultimate remote job. It's the fastest rising small business. There's so many benefits, but I also want to caveat by saying, this doesn't mean you should just go out and quit your job. I'm going to be a full-time content creator. No, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. I've been building my personal brand for years most of the people that you see who are successful at this, they're not just overnight successes. They've been doing this, plugging away, creating content, creating, you know, stories for years, understanding their audience for years. It's really, really important. I want you, I pray that this really becomes embedded in your consciousness. I pray that you really embrace this truth because not only is it super, super worth it. Good to see you, Nano. I was just talking about you. Nano in the house, Luis, tech for your needs. Not only is it super feasible, but it's super important that you do it as well. Because your competition for those positions, your competition for those clients, your competition for that thought leadership space is getting bigger and bigger. But if you move now, if you start now, in 12 months, 24 months, year, two year, three years, watch what happens. Beautiful things can happen. And you will, if you really put in the time, I've talked about this all the time, blood, sweat, and tears. It's worth every bleeding minute. If you put in the time, it will happen. But putting in the time is the key part and persistence and consistency is essential. Who else has another question? I love this. God, I love this. 
I love seeing you guys every single week. I just absolutely love it. Okay, we got another question from Lighthouse Entertainment. It's good to see you, Lighthouse. If you're getting a ton of help and info and stuff that you can use and apply, give me a hashtag yeah in the chat. I'd love to hear from you. Lighthouse Entertainment says, I'm at 3,890 watch hours. I want to know more about monetization. Okay, so you're talking about AdSense. That's just one form of monetization. And don't get me wrong. It's a fantastic form of monetization. So once you have 4,000 hours of watch time, which it looks like you're very, very close. And once you hit that threshold of 1,000 subscribers, then you're able to put ads. It's very simple. You just have to, you'll get an email from YouTube and they'll say, welcome to the partner program, right? Well, first they're going to review your channel. Um, so you have to apply. God, it's been so long. I forgot how it works, but I think you apply first to the partner program. Once you meet the threshold and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. And then they review your channel and then you're able to put ads on your, your videos. Now I hate to break it to you lighthouse entertainment, but in the beginning it's going to be pennies. Okay. But as you grow, as you get bigger and as you make it all about the audience and you create consistent content, that number can grow and grow and grow. But more importantly, if you create systems, if you create an infrastructure and you take being a content creator seriously as a business, as a small business, you can create other revenue generating arteries to this. Okay. So AdSense is just one and it's probably the least lucrative, especially for newer content creators. It's definitely, definitely um, not the most viable. Don't get me wrong. There's some content creators that are earning, you know, tens of thousands of dollars a month, but you got to have the views to go with that. And you have to have the right CPM, the right audience, the right RPM, right? And so, you know, it all really boils down to this. If you want to monetize your content, you've got to create amazing videos that people want to watch, especially on YouTube. If you want to monetize on YouTube, Think about audience. Don't think about 4,000 watch hours. Think about audience. Don't think about Google AdSense. Think about audience. Don't think about monetization. The monetization will come. The leverage is the audience. The differentiator is the audience. It's the only way you're going to monetize your content. So if you go deeper and deeper into what makes people want to click and watch, which I've got a ton of videos talking about YouTube growth, the reality of YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. I would highly recommend um, Lighthouse that you watch those videos after this one, because I think you're going to get a lot of value from them. I talk a lot about monetization. I talk a lot about, you know, this is the Creator Economy live stream podcast show we do every single week. We're helping you monetize your skills, experience, and creativity in the creator economy. And so I talk about this all the time which is why you need to become an insider. Because even if you subscribe, even if you hit the bell, how many people got a notification, like an actual YouTube notification or LinkedIn notification or Facebook notification that this stream was live? Give me a hashtag me in the chat right now, please. I get messages all the time. They're like, Nez, I didn't even know you were live. Or Nez, I didn't even know you put out this video. Or Nez, I didn't, because even if you subscribe and follow, you're, you can miss it. I'll never forget. I had a 
Nez Nation member, email me and say, Nez, I'm not getting any of your notifications. I'm not getting any of, I hit the bell, I hit all notifications, and I missed a stream I really wanted to watch. And when I watched it later, it was too late to apply it to a certain aspect of their business. I was heartbroken, right? This is why I created the insider newsletter. So you'll never miss anything. Okay. You'll never miss anything because it goes directly to your inbox and it's free. Just put in your best email and we hate spam here at Nez Nation and we'll never, ever, ever on my life, share your email with anybody. So it's important that you become an insider if you haven't already. There's links in the description, links in the pinned comment. And all you need to do is just go to professorness.com forward slash insider. Oh, thank you so much, Tam. That means the world to me. Thank you. Who else has a question? I can take a couple more questions. Leave them in the chat. Just put a Q in front of your question. And I'm happy to answer it. The application process could take anywhere between a couple of days to a couple of months. But yeah, thank you, Sweeney. Thank you. I got the best mods online. I got the Nez Nation mod squad in the house. Okay, Tam says she got one. Good. Oh, thank you so much, Tasha. You're the best. I really appreciate you. Go check out Tasha, Puzzled to Purpose. She is phenomenal. Great content creator. Great business mind. And host some amazing, amazing um, uh, clubhouse rooms. Love Tasha's clubhouse rooms. Okay, we got a question from Frank Gallo, my man Frank in the house. How are you, sir? Frank, I hope you're doing really, really well, brother. I hope you're still grinding it out. It takes time. You're on the right track, but it will happen. Okay. It will happen. So Frank asks, what do you think of, uh, what are thoughts on Patreon? Oh, you mean Patreon? Patreon section? Yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with Patreon. Um, If you don't know what Patreon is, I think that's what you're talking about. Hey, Shark Fintech, good to see you. Um, Patreon is basically a separate website where you can set up memberships and have people pay you for certain perks, exclusive content, live streams, etc. And you can link your Patreon link in your YouTube videos in your um, description or in the video itself. And, you know, basically in- incentivize and inspire people to want to support you as a content creator. It's a fantastic, there are people who are making millions and millions of dollars with their Patreon. But don't just jump into it without knowing what you're going to do, how to do it, understanding the ecosystem. Memberships is really tricky because a lot of people are going to ask the question, why would I pay you for this content when other people are giving it for free? Or what is it about this content that's different from your free content? So this is a tricky one because, and I need to probably do more live streams on on memberships. This is a tricky one, uh, uh, Frank. Because memberships are extremely, extremely lucrative and they can subsidize your content and support you in your content creation journey, especially being a full-time content creator, part-time content creator, etc. 
but there needs to be some serious thought put into it. And there needs to be some kind of incentive. You know, it's the same thing as memberships here on YouTube, right? It's the same kind of principle. Um, you can become a member of this channel for like five bucks a month or something, and you get exclusive content or time with me. I'm trying to do uh, private live streams with members only where I go a little bit deeper than I do on these live streams. So if you have the right approach and you really understand what's going to delineate your free content to your paid content or the paid perks versus the free perks, the, the better you are at messaging and branding that and conveying that, the more likely you're going to be successful on Patreon. So there's nothing wrong with Patreon. Patreon's fantastic. Just make sure you do your homework, do your own research. And I, again, it's always about looking at examples. Go on Patreon and try to find some cooking related, you know, Patreon uh, groups and try to figure out what are they doing that's different? What are they doing? How are they incentivizing their audience? How are they getting these Patreons to pay for them, to pay for their content? I have not done, I don't think I've done a full show or a full live stream on that. Um, but I would definitely, I would definitely like to, I would definitely like to do that. Maybe I should let me know in the chat uh, and let me know in the comments if that's something that you'd like to see. Okay. So just to wrap up, I want to be very, you know, very, very clear. I want to, I want to leave you with this. Being a content creator is not just about monetization. Being a content creator is not just about being able to wear sweatpants every day. Being a content creator is not just about working from home, creating and dictating your own terms, your own schedule, economic freedom, time, etc. which those are all beautiful benefits. Creating content in the current creator economy is also, and maybe even more importantly, about relevancy and indirect monetization, right? And so I use the example of, you know, a, a really high corporate officer at a very, very important bank uh, who saw one of my Facebook lives and they had a conference and they asked me to speak. It was a five figure speaking engagement, right? Speaking is one of my revenue streams. And so, and so that was just that was just random and that was totally out of the blue. But if I hadn't have hit go live, if I hadn't hit, you know, press that button, guess what? I never would have gotten that opportunity, which was a fantastic opportunity, which actually led to even more. I didn't make any money on that stream per se directly. Okay. Because I wasn't in the, um, creator, um, partner program on Facebook, but indirectly, I showed relevancy. I built my brand. I built my credibility, which led to really lucrative monetization opportunities. Does that make sense? You guys give me a hashtag. Yes. If that makes sense, even more important than it being a remote job, even more important than you being able to monetize in all these different ways, it communicates relevancy and it builds your brand over time. Whatever niche you're in, whether you're in cooking, whether you're in real estate, whether you're in finance, whether you're in sales, whether you're in gaming, it doesn't matter. Put yourself out there. Visibility is relevancy in today's online ecosystem. 
And I was very, very lucky to kind of grasp this at an early adoption level to where now in 2022, I am living the dream. I love doing this. I mean, I was doing this for free for years, not making any money. I was doing this for free, everything content, you know, all the videos, all the live streams, all the pod. I was doing all that for free for years. And then the last thing I just want to leave you with is it takes time. It, it takes a lot of hard work, but it's worth it. And if you stick to it and you're persistent, I promise you there's nothing special about me. I just put in the work. There's nothing even original about professors. There's a million people who talk about these topics. I mean, a million and six. But nobody does it like I do. And nobody's going to do it like you do. Nobody's going to talk about cooking like you do. Nobody's going to talk about tech like Sharkfin does. Nobody's going to talk about gaming like Sweeney does. Nobody's going to talk about YouTube. The list goes on and on. Your unique proposition, your unique delivery, your unique energy is exactly that. It's unique. So don't worry about saturation. Every single Sunday, y'all, every single week, you get brand new content from me helping you monetize your skills, experience, and creativity in the creator economy. The best way to make sure that you never miss out is to become an insider. Link in the description, link in the show notes, professornez.com forward slash insider. I hope you enjoyed the show. There's the thumbnail. We talked about the ultimate remote job that nobody is talking about. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you have a fantastic, fantastic week. I love you all, Nez Nation. This is your boy, Professor Nez, signing off. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you.